And my name is Desiree Skelly, and I'm also one of the school counselors at Summit High School. So we're so lucky that we are with the Summit counselors today. Um, they're going to give us some good insight on high schoolers and stress management going into um, after Thanksgiving break with finals and everything to um, maybe help us with our stress and just help anyone listening who could use a little stress management. So why don't you start by telling us a little bit about how long you've worked with Summit and maybe a little bit about your history before that. Okay, cool. I'll start first. Um, I have been in education for, this is year 20 for me, uh, year six at Summit High School. I've worked across all three grade levels um, from pre-K all the way to 12th grade, and by far, high school is my favorite. Um, and this is only my second year. Um, I actually graduated last May, so I did my first year job embedded, um, and I haven't been anywhere but high school, so um, I don't plan to go anywhere else. I kind of like the older kids, um, so yeah, kind of new to it all. Yeah, that's really cool. Where'd you graduate from? Um, I went to MTSU. Cool. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just moved this. Okay. Uh, so, what do you think causes stress in high school, like in high school students, the most, or what have you seen and experienced? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think um, on a daily basis, just day to day, we see a lot of different things that that causes stress, whether it be, you know, the academic side of things, the struggle that comes with that, or whether it's just, you know, the personal social things in, in whether it's home life or, or friendship issues or things like that. I definitely think that teenagers today deal with more stress than maybe adults realize, whether um, it comes from the social media influence or whether it comes from, you know, things that are going on in, in school or relationships. I think that sometimes you guys are getting hit from every side and every angle with different types of stress-provoking things. Yeah, I think one of the things that I see the most is kind of the expectations that teenagers put on themselves and have coming in from others like even if um, their parents aren't necessarily trying to put that pressure on them a lot of students take that because they're trying to make sure everyone is happy with them um, and with the social media piece they're trying to make sure that they present um, well to their peers and they're not getting any like backlash from anything that they post um, and so that's a big thing that I see um, minus just like the academic piece of students struggling um, in classes or when it comes to like the test or assignments or things like that um, that's what I see mainly in my office. Mm -hmm. So because you two are in such different places in your careers like one of you just started one of you's done your 20 have, do y'all have, like, different outlooks on the stress that teenagers deal with, and has the stress that teenagers deal with changed in the past 20 years that you've been working mm -hmm. with in counseling? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I definitely think things have changed quite a bit from the time that I started my career until now. Social media, of course, has really evolved and has become such a prominent piece of, you know, teenagers' lives, and that's not necessarily something that, you know, 10, 15 years we saw that quite like we do. 
right now. And I, I definitely think there's there's pros and cons of that. I think there's great things that come along with social media. You know, for example, what you guys are doing right here, I think is an amazing thing. I think there's a lot of opportunities out there to, to kind of grow in that realm. Um, but I think it presents its challenges as well because you don't ever fully kind of get to disconnect, if you will. Um, so I definitely have seen lots of changes as far as, as, as that piece is concerned. And I, um, I mean, probably like, I don't, 10, maybe 15 years um, since, maybe not even 10, I don't know. Um, but I, I mean, I was in high school um, at least eight years nine years ago um and so uh (laughs) yeah um so I I mean just thinking about what I experience um that's different than the students nowadays I think sometimes the underlying issues are still the same of like wanting to impress Mm -hmm. other people Mm -hmm. um and wanting to do your best and everything um but I think it's just the way that those um are presented now um, I, we didn't, we, like my, we didn't have TikTok. We, I think we had Facebook at the time. And so it was very different from all of the social medias that teens now, um, either have or, or wanting to have. Um, we just had the Facebook and we had our grandparents on there. And so you don't post anything that you don't want your grandparents to see. So it wasn't as much pressure, I feel like, as like teens face now like y'all have things coming at you from every angle I feel like yeah and I mean you guys are seniors too I definitely think there's an element of of stress that comes with senior year Um, I tell a lot of people so my oldest is a freshman right now at NTSU and I, I walked this journey with him last year being a senior and me being a senior parent. And it's really kind of changed my outlook a little bit on how I think I speak to my seniors, how I speak to their parents as well, just because it is stressful. There's a lot going on, you know, from, from the time that August kicks up, you guys are starting college applications, you're starting essays, you're, you know, trying to improve your ACT score. So I think I think there's a lot of stress out there just in general for, for high school students, but I think you seniors definitely see an added layer to that with just the, you know, you're starting your last year of high school, and that comes with transitions and stress and change, and so I think that seniors definitely may experience some additional pieces as far as that stressor goes. Yeah, I'd agree with that just because, like, for me right now, because obviously I'm not, like, I don't play a sport. I'm not committed to, like, any school or anything. So, for me, it's, like, applying for colleges and mm-hmm. having my essay and improving my ACT. It's all mm-hmm. of that. And then, it, like, it all – and our normal assignments. So, it all just, like, hits right in the beginning. Like, I know it will be over soon, but it's, like, that very beginning, it's, like, very stressful. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a lot. And I think that, you know, two years ago I would have said – no, your parents don't need to be helping you do this. You need to be doing this all your on your own. You're a senior. Uh, last year when I was walking this journey with mine, I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm never saying that again. So <laughs> the analogy that I use now for seniors and their parents is pretend like you're teaching them how to drive. Let them be, let them be in the passenger seat, or let them be in the driver's seat, driving the car, and you be in the passenger seat overseeing things because it is a lot, and you guys still need somebody to kind of help you navigate 
those pieces and the ins and outs because there's there's a lot of stress that comes with that and it's just big transitions and changes and you know I don't think we ever want you all to feel like you're alone in all of that um is there anything that you think that could help with stress like art or like music or anything like that yeah definitely um one of the things that I like to do um I'm really big into painting and so I just feel like when you are painting or you're drawing or you're doing any kind of art like even music it's a way to express yourself without um like getting violent if that's the way you go like you can do whatever on paper or with paint and it's just a a a nice way to illustrate what you're going through even if you don't know how to put it into words or talk about it or um, process it like I feel like just being in a a quiet place or with uh, music playing and I'm painting like it just helps me to get everything out and not feel um, it just kind of gives like gives me a relaxing place to go in my mind when I'm doing that. Do you notice a difference between, like, different types of students and how they t- handle stress? Like, between artistic students or athletic students or, like, super academic students, if, like, they have more stress or if they handle stress differently? Like, do you notice a difference between those pe- types of people? Well, I think there are some people, and I, I don't know that I can necessarily kind of drill that down to, you know, athletes or, or artists or that type of thing, but I definitely think there are some people that, um, a little bit of stress is healthy and kind of fuels them and motivates them and pushes them to do better. I mean, it's it's sort of like the student that always waits until, you know, an hour before an assignment is due <laughs> to turn it in. Um, so I think that, I definitely think that some people um, can, can take that stress, can work with that, and can use that to their benefit. And then I see other, other students who... Um, once they kind of once they kind of get overwhelmed with it or, or get to a place where it feels overwhelming and frustrating, it's almost debilitating, I guess, a little bit. And so I think in times like that, it's really kind of trying to hone in on and talk them through um, kind of what's going on and helping them break what they perceive as a lot of big things down into smaller, more manageable pieces if Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah and I feel like I mean everyone experiences stress differently everyone copes with stress differently so whether it is like working out at the gym or maybe that's not something that you're interested in so you do art or you write music um, finding whatever your outlet is makes a difference in how you manage the stress I think that's usually our goal Mm -hmm. as counselors is to help our students to regulate and learn how to manage mm-hmm. the stress that they're feeling so that it doesn't become um, where they, like, shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is where um, – I think a lot of times the students that are in the shutdown mode are the ones that don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. They don't know what outlet to use. Um, and so I feel like a lot of times the ones that do have their outlet, whether it's sports or art or um, whatever, fill in the blank um, – those students have sometimes are better at managing their stress because they have that way to get it out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key part right there, right, is, is 
how do you how do you deal with this and how do you cope with this? Because the reality is is that there are always going to be stressors in life, right? Like we're never going to make it through X, Y, and Z points of life, whether it's high school, college, interviewing for a job, graduate school, or whatnot. We're never going to be without stress. So it's figuring out how you can cope with that stress so that you can still function. Like I know Miss Skelly likes to paint and listen to music. I like to go to the gym. I get up every morning and I go to the gym before I go to work. I feel like it sort of sets the tone for my day, so to speak, of just how things are going to go. I feel like I know to notice a difference in myself if I do that versus if I don't do that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love music, too. I think that's, you know, I'm not... I can't sing by any means, but if you put me in my Jeep with the right song, I can definitely put on a show. (laughs) So so I I love music, and I I think a a lot of things when students come into our offices that we really want to do is just kind of help them figure out what helps them in that moment, whether it's deep breathing, whether they do like to color. I think we all kind of keep an assortment of things available uh, so that we can kind of tap into what's that person's preferred method of coping and dealing at the moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do kind of want to plug in, um, like she said, like there's always going to be times that we are stressed. And I think a lot of times when we're feeling uncomfortable with that stress, like um, we want to get rid of it. But I think like going into a test, there is going to be times where like you are going to wonder, am I going to do well what, what's the results of this test going to be? So you're always going to have that anxiety and that stress come up. Um, however, like some of that is normal to take into those places with you. It's when it becomes where you feel like you can't do um, the test or like it starts affecting the test. That's where like we want to come in too and be able to like give you strategies as your school counselors or as an adult to help you manage that so you do well on your test. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have another guest that just joined us. Why don't you go ahead and introduce, introduce yourself. I'm Taryn Kleinschmidt. I am a school social worker at Summit and Longview Elementary. So can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, so I work um, with students and families um, and kind of do a variety of things. So at Summit, I actually meet with some students and help facilitate groups, as well as connecting families and students with community resources. Um, At all my schools, I help with community resources and then doing like holiday assistance and Thanksgiving boxes, as well as um, working with families if students need counseling and want connection with outside counselors or trying to find food banks or clothing closets or kind of anything outside of the school sphere um, and connecting parents and students with those resources. Mm -hmm. So do you see a connection with like students in their home life and like what's going on with their family environment to how it translates to like their academics and like their social life and how they're doing at school? Do you see a correlation between those two? Yeah, absolutely. I think anytime home is chaotic, it can make school harder. Um, we as humans tend to gravitate towards, at least in some point of the day, you need something that feels safe. And so if home's really chaotic and home's not safe and school is what is safe and predictable, then you're going to feel most comfortable and probably zone out more during the school day 
because it's where you finally can take a deep breath and feel safe versus being at home. Or if you're helping your parents put food on the table or pay rent, you're working long hours after school, so there's less time for homework and studying um, because that's a secondary need to being able to eat and sleeping somewhere safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so back to more of the at school, um, how do y'all think exams, like winter break exams or end of the year exams, affect students' stress? Like, does it elevate their stress because they know that, like, they have to pass the exam, or do you think it decreases a little bit because they know they're almost done? Well, something that I've seen is, I mean, I feel like, for the most part, students that come into the counseling office are um, mainly the ones that struggle with academics, and so sometimes they procrastinated up until the exam, and now the exam is what's going to either keep them above or drop them below passing, and so we do see that stress there um, with our procrastinators. Um, There are some people who we see that do just want to get through it. Um, They're usually the ones that already know that they're going to do well in the test, Um, and then we have our variety of students that no matter what test it is, no matter how much they've prepared, they are still going to have that test anxiety um, and stress from being worried about once I get on the test, is it really going to be what I prepared for? Or um, they're asking all those what if questions um, in their mind. Um, and that's where those kind of coping skills can come in while they're da- taking the test, like remembering to breathe, remembering to. I like to tell some of mine to count backwards from, like, 100. So, like, you kind of regulate yourself again and then get back into it. Um, But we kind of see a variety of different students when it comes to taking our test. Yeah, I think exams can, for some students, are, like, the break that they need. Like, I'm not good at doing homework. I'm not good at always um, doing all the tasks in the middle, but I'm a really good test taker. Um, and so that's their opportunity to kind of boost their grade and then others where it's like I've done everything I needed to all semester and now there's this one test that has a chance to drop my grade when I've worked really hard otherwise. Yeah I see that with kids as well like the just the cram they've procrastinated so long that the only thing left is for them to like do it like right there Mm -hmm. it's kind of a make or break kind of deal. Okay Um, I know that, like, for me, I don't really procrastinate anything, and then one time my sophomore year, I was actually in this class, I, like, it was right before, like, winter break, and we had all these things that were happening, (laughs) this is actually kind of a funny story, Um, we had all these things that were happening, and then we had a group project, so it was me, Maya, and then this other girl, it wasn't Tennyson, Um, and I, like, I felt like I had done everything for the group on the project so far. And then she corrected one, like, tiny little thing, like, changed the color of the slides, and I freaked out. And I, like, ended up going home for the rest of the day. Okay, I promise it sounds way more funny. Like, watching it happen (laughs) was actually really funny. Um, But, like, for me, I didn't feel like I could, like, go to my counselors and that they would actually help me, like, deal with it, I guess. So, like, the best way for me to deal with it was to, like, go home and like I ended up watching TV for the rest of the day because like for me when I go home I like I do homework because I want to get everything done the second I get it um so I just like the best way for me in that moment was to just go home and like take a break so I was going to ask you like how do you help your students like deal with stress when they come to you 
Um, so, again, like, I think it, it's based on the student. If they do know what they need, like, some students will come to us and say, hey, I just need to take a walk. And so we will either take a walk around the school or we'll take a walk in the hallways if it's raining. Um, for some of my students, I teach them, like, um, breathing techniques for when they're really, like, panicked um, because they've been overwhelmed so long. Um, and teaching those breathing kind of gets them back down to a regulated level. Um, and then that way we're able to talk um, about things more clearly. Um, and then sometimes it's just allowing students that, like, if they do know what they need in that moment, we'll give them time to, we sometimes use a conference room and we'll allow them to go in there for a certain amount of time to do, like, a break. Um, and, like, if they know how to regulate themselves, then we'll allow that time. Or um, we allow them to draw. We have different things in our office that they're allowed. I have fidgets. I have coloring books. Um, sketchbooks, like all kinds of stuff that they can use. Um, and we try to keep it pretty um, calm in our area so that it's not as hectic as like the normal school environment. And I think for me, one of the things that, if you'd have come to me with that, I think one of the things that I would try to have helped you kind of come to on your own, right, is what is it about that situation that bothered you so much in the moment? And it sounds like it was because you contributed a great deal, mm -hmm. and then that happened right there yeah. at, at the end. And so I think what I would have tried to help you do is let's talk through why does this bother you, why does this bother you so much, right? And then just kind of help you hopefully be able to kind of come down from a place of I got to get out of here because I want to feel safe to a, okay, I've kind of talked through this, I've processed through this, I get this, and... I want to be able to try to carry on with the rest of my day. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I think that's I think that's always our ultimate goal because we do have some students who who will want to do that. They'll want to go home or they'll be, you know, very distraught or, or super anxious about something that's transpired and, and they'll want to go home. And we always want to try to help them in that moment work through that situation to help them see that you can work through this, you can talk through this, you can process through this, and get to a place of where, okay, I've done that. I don't feel like I've got to um, to escape the situation, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, adding to that, um, I think that there's always going to be situations that we're in that it's going to be moments where uh, maybe we feel that unco uncomfortable or we feel overwhelmed um, and we're struggling with things. And um, as students, you do have the ability to um, put in your, like, no or whatever, get a parent to come and get you. Um, and if they allow that, then you get to go home for the day. But that's not always going to be the case. Like, mm -hmm. I can't always just automatically take off. And um, so... I think that, like she said, like that's a goal um, that we have is to help you to be able to manage where you can stay in situations like that, um, but not have it affect you as much. Mm -hmm. um, and I do think that it's okay. Like if, if you have to take a day and just take care of yourself, mm -hmm. like I don't want you to ever think like that's mm -hmm. not okay. But I think at some point you do have to talk about the issue and figure out what is actually going on so it doesn't keep repeating. Mm -hmm.
what do you guys see? So y'all are midway through your last year of high school. You got big changes and transitions on the horizon. There's going to be lots of unknowns and things to come. What do you guys think about that? Like in August, you are going to be sitting on a campus somewhere, living in a dorm with maybe a roommate you haven't met. You're going to be going to Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes, Tuesday, Thursday classes. Uh, no one's going to be checking Skyward for your grades. <laughs> I mean, that's that's going to be stressful. What's What's your plan for that? I think for me, <clears throat> well, I've been, like, recruiting and stuff for volleyball for, like, a really long time. And so I don't think I fully, like, wrap my head around the actual college part, mm. like, that entire situation. I've kind of just gotten to volleyball, and it's kind of, like, stopped there because I know that's going to be a big change. And I don't really have the luxury of having this summer, honestly, mm. because – I'm basically reporting June 15th because we're going on like a big trip with my team and then we we have summer classes, summer training, all that stuff. So I don't think I fully like grasp the concept that I'm going to college. I think it's almost like I'm going to play in college. And I'm very lucky because I've known where I was going since last April. We officially signed on Wednesday. So now it's like official and they can't change their mind. (laughs) Um, And I know my roommates and I don't have the stress of making friends, I don't think, which I think is good as an athlete. I kind of go there, like, knowing who I'm going to spend my time with, knowing my roommates. I have four girls in my class coming from all over the country, and, like, we're all going to play together. And so I think that stress is kind of off of it, Mm -hmm. but I just know it's going to be a lot going in and a lot to handle as a Division I athlete and also going to college. So that I don't think I fully, like, grasped and understood, and I don't think I can until I get there. Right. And then for me, like... I don't know for sure where I'm going to go yet, but I'm not, like, particularly stressed about, like, the social aspect of it, because I moved here from Florida about three years ago, so I had to drop my life and make a whole bunch of new friends, so, I mean, it was pretty stressful for a quick second, but I kind of got (laughs) through it, so I feel like I could manage through that, but school-wise, I mean, Tennyson was in my class as well, so I don't know, oh, no, and Callie was too. But for dual enrollment, like, that class was a lot easier, and I felt, like, a lot less pressured by that class and, like, how our teacher, like, taught and everything. So I feel like school-wise it might be a little bit easier for me to learn because of the way that they taught, which is easier for me to understand. So I can't wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. Academic-wise, I've learned that the classes I've taken between dual enrollment and AP, dual enrollment and, like, classes at MTSU are loads easier. Mm -hmm. And you have more freedom and you have, like – more, I don't know, I just enjoy college classes that I've taken mm-hmm. more than, like, even AP classes or, like, regular high school classes. Yeah. Um, similar to Tennyson, like, since I'm going to play college soccer, like, I'm not as worried about, um, like, the social side because I'll be spending so much time around the same group of mm-hmm. people. Um, and, like, this past summer I went to, like, Duke University for a sports management camp, which I don't usually go out of my comfort zone and, like, go to new places. So going there and then making, like, a whole new group of friends – Um, just really showed me that, like, I can go to college and I don't have to be worried about that. Um, And then, similar to them, for dual enrollment, like, not having the class every day made it so much easier to, like, get the work done and not be stressing about it. Because, like, for school, we always have, like, assignments due at, like, 11.59 at night. And then you have to worry about that, like, for each day. So just, like, having that day off to, like, study or something, if you need to do that. um, I'm really excited about that. 
Um, and then I don't know like my roommate or anything yet, but I'm more excited about figuring those out and not as stressed out. Awesome. That's great to hear. Also, one more thing, sorry. For high school, for me, the one thing that like I can't stand about high school, the reason, like I'm, I love high school, but the one thing is I hate being like controlled and like being taken care of all the time. And so I'm really excited for college because I'll have the freedom and like I'll have the choices that I make about like mm-hmm. my life, my future, my day to day. And I think college classes also, what I've noticed is they give you that freedom and that flexibility to like be more of your own person instead of mm-hmm. being like a high school kid and like very structured, which I feel like will be a lot better in high school. I mean, in college. Yeah, I, I can definitely say the one recurring thing that I keep hearing when my son comes home on the weekends is just it's a lot more responsibility. It's a lot more responsibility of just, you know, managing managing your time, managing your classes. But it's really cool because, you know, a, a lot of times you'll have breaks in your day or gaps in your day. You're not sitting in a classroom from 7.50 to 2.57 or something like that. And so it truly is a great time. And we wish you guys the very, very best on your next chapter. I'm wondering, um, before we end today, is there anything that you, at, like, leaving high school would be willing to share for students in high school currently that could help with, that you've done with stress um, in high school, throughout high school? Ooh, it sounds very simple, but it's not that deep. Like, at the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. one test grade, it's one thing, it's one, like, in a week or so, it's not going to, like, matter to you as it does in that moment. And in that moment, it feels like the world's, like, ending. But if you get through it, like, one little bit at a time, once you get through it, like, it's all going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. Like, it's not the end of the world because one thing's happening. Yeah, that's helped me at least. Um, I'm a very big procrastinator, and so I've dealt with a lot of stress because of that because I all, all, like, all four years of my high school, like in high school, I have procrastinated a lot. And I think for me taking that one day just to like actually relax and then I do my work, even if I ask for an extension, but just doing my work, like taking that time to be by myself and then do my work, um, like my essays and all that stuff ended up coming out better than I, than they would have been if I was to do it while I was stressed. So like my work actually just became better once I took time to myself. So it's okay to be like stressed and then take time to yourself because it ends up just paying off in the end and you get a better grade. Um, I guess mine's kind of different than Maya's because like, <laughs> well, I like, if I do things when I get it, then it's just done. So I like getting something done and then having time to myself later because then I'm not stressing about something that'll happen in the future. So I guess just to not procrastinate is my piece of advice. It depends on the person you are. Because me and Callie are two different people. Yeah. So if you're more like <laughs> Callie, but then, like, I have I have friends who are like me, and then they do, my, like, we do the same thing, and it ends up being like that. Like mm-hmm. So I bet Callie's like me. You make a list of what's got to be done and check that off. And then yep. what's done, done. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's definitely So many me. lists. Hey, listen, I love me some post-it notes. I mean, I use, like, the reminder app in my phone and then just, like, click the button when it's done and it disappears. It's the best thing ever. I'm the one that doesn't really know how I get my stuff done and it just kind of magically gets done throughout the day. Like, little by little. Oh, I have time here. I have time here. But, like, I'd never sit down to, like, do things. But they all get done somehow. 
sure that, that would stress uh, me out. <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah. I'm impressed by that. <laughs> I envy people like that a little bit. I envy that, like, ah, oh, that's going to get done. I'm the don't person that, that, like, writes my list, and then I don't like the way I wrote it, and, and then, then I throw it away and it. rewrite yes. it. Um. <laughs> Give me those post-it notes. Where's my sharpness <laughs> And then lastly, do you guys have any, like, closing advice or anything you just want to say about stress or anything? Yeah, I think that – I think you guys made some great points, and I I think it's super interesting to hear, you know, three different people, three different personalities, three different takes on it. Um, You know, we don't always get to hear that many takes on it at at one time because we're usually dealing with one one student in one situation at a time. I think uh, just key things, uh, realizing sort of where your limits are with that. And if you need help, reaching out, um, reaching out for that help when you do need that help. Um, You know, I truly believe this. I absolutely love my job. I love the profession that I'm in and I would not want to do anything else. I'm blessed to work with an amazing team of school counselors, and I think we have built a program and a department where our students feel safe and comfortable coming in and being vulnerable in that moment and seeking the help that they need, and so I'm I'm thankful for that. So I think my big takeaway would be making sure that you reach out for help when you need it, and then, you know, I love Tennyson's take on that, you know, it's it's all going to be, it's all going to be okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I think we're all going to have stress at some point, um, but finding your way to cope, whatever that is for you, and it's okay if it's not working at the beginning, but to just continue, um, find those people that can help you with that as well. Awesome. Y'all, thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thank Thank you you so much for coming. We've enjoyed talking to y'all. Yeah, so if you have any comments or questions, um, comment on the Instagram that we're going to post. It's already up, so just go check that out. And, yeah, thank you all so much again. Absolutely. Y'all good luck. And I hope all of you have the best day.